Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, it's State of State. We got your Nittany Line update. It's a football discussion with Tom and Justin. So kick back and press play. With former Penn State and NFL defensive back Justin King, I'm Tom Hannafin. This is State of State. This podcast is presented by Bet Online. The holiday season is upon us with the NFL in full stride, plus the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, Bet Online is the top spot for all pro and college sports. And it's not just the big four. Bet Online is info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport from mixed martial arts to international soccer head to bet online today and remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit state of state is presented by bet online where the game starts also, State of State is a proud supporter of Blue White Outfitters. Blue White Outfitters was created as a retail shop meant to highlight the confidence, competitiveness, and fearlessness of the elite athletes found throughout the history of Penn State University. Check out the latest Lockdown U and Lawn Boys merchandise today. All sales from Blue White Outfitters directly benefit Penn State student-athletes. Visit www.bluewhiteoutfitters.com today. And if you're looking for the perfect beer for Penn State football season, we've got you covered with the State IPA. Special thanks to our friends at Funk Brewing for creating the best tailgate and game day beer for Nittany Lion fans. A limited supply of the State IPA is still available now at beer distributors, grocery stores, Funk's tap rooms, plus select bars and restaurants. Visit www.funkbrewing.com slash beers slash state dash IPA to learn where and how you can get state IPA before it runs out for the season. Check out the link in the description of this podcast for more information. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly. Joining us here on State of State, he is the CEO and president of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Gary Stoken. Of course, Penn State is going to be taking part in this year's Peach Bowl. They'll be competing against the Old Miss Rebels on December 30th. That'll be at noon on ESPN. Gary, thank you so much for joining us. First off, this matchup between Old Miss and Penn State, the videos all over social media of yourself and your colleagues celebrating when the bowl game was locked in on ESPN. Can you walk us through what your initial feelings were when it's like we got sec versus big 10 what's well, interesting we used to be uh in the old days i guess going back before 2014 uh responsible for selecting our teams and that was one of my main jobs which i really enjoyed um but come 2014 when we joined the cfp as a new year six bowl game uh, all that was taken away because the cfp selection committee uh makes the selections for all the New Year's Six Bowl games. So this year, the process uh, was that uh, the first four teams were selected, and then the selection process went to the Orange Bowl Committee because they have contracts with the ACC to take the highest-ranked ACC team that is not in the playoff, uh, and they put them against uh, either Notre Dame, a Big Ten team, or an SEC team, that's ranked highest in the CFP process 
that also is not in the uh, in the CFP playoff top four. So, um, you know, we were all thinking that Florida State was going to get in. But when Alabama got in, that pushed Alabama out of the Orange Bowl and up into the playoff. And it provided an opportunity for Ole Miss to jump in uh, to the uh, to the New Year's Six Bowl game. So um, we had no idea. We, we watched like you do. And so that reaction that you got was real and live and genuine because we were sitting there waiting for uh, our two Christmas presents to be unwrapped. Uh, and that's what uh, that's what came up almost first Penn State. And we're delighted to have first time ever Penn State playing Ole Miss. And first time for Penn State in the Peach Bowl as well. I have to ask because the elephant in the room you just touched on it, the unfortunate situation, I think most people can agree. It's unfortunate what happened to Florida State, uh, and I don't even know if that does it justice. Can you walk me through yourself as just a fan of college football on December 2nd and December 3rd, seeing everything play out? Because it was wild. Was that a pun you used, the elephant in the room, being it was Alabama? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, I've sat in Gaylord, you know, in the room with all the computers and gone through a mock uh, draft selection. And it's a great process. They have uh, tons of analytical data in front of them. Um, certainly an opportunity to express your opinion and debate where teams should be ranked. Um, you know, it's it's a very difficult decision this year because uh, we had more teams than we've ever had that were either undefeated or with only one loss. Uh, it would have been a great year to start the 12 team playoff, to be honest with you um, with all the great teams, because you can make a case if you're an Ohio state or Oregon or Georgia or Florida state fan that, Hey, we could, you know, we could win in a, in a 12 team playoff and, and win the national championship. Um, so yeah, it's very difficult on the committee in this year's, uh, selection. You can make a case for Florida state. You can make a case for Alabama. Um, and it's just unfortunate for those kids from Florida state who, you know, did everything they could, you know, you can only play the teams on your schedule and play the game on the field. And they did, and, and were successful being undefeated and, you know, having Jordan Travis just, you know, get injured was, was terrible for him, obviously. And, and for Florida State and for college football. Your favorite part was picking teams prior to the new college football playoff situation. When it comes to that, we see like the talent acquisition where players are opting for the draft and just those, I don't say second tier games, but games outside of the playoff where players are looking at them different. As the CEO of the Peach Bowl, what do you guys do to make your game, I guess, more appeasing or appetizing for players that want to play in or fans that just still be excited about those bowl games that are not in the college football playoffs? Yeah, it's really out of our hands. You know, we found that um, in 2021, when we had Pitt and Michigan State, you know, Kenny Pickett was a first team All-American, as well as Kenneth Walker, who was a running back at Michigan State. And both were handed draft cards uh, after the, the uh, conference championship games with a number one on it. And you get a number one draft card from the NFL. You're looking at somewhere between 10 and 20 million dollar signing bonus. Uh, guaranteed. Um, and that's generational money. So I think one of the unintended consequences of the playoff moving forward next year is that, you know, kids are pretty much all banged up at the end of the year. Everybody's got something that's bothering them. Um, 
and now we're going to have kids play in a potentially a first round, a conference championship game, a first round game, a quarterfinal, a semifinal, and a national championship. And kids that get that first round draft card, you know, they're going to have agents and parents in their ears saying, "Hey, why are you playing?" Uh, when you're going to play against the four toughest teams you've played all year and you're already banged up, and those games are going to be within a week of each other for the most part. You know, it's not going to be like it is now where if you don't play in your conference championship, your last game is the first week in December and you don't play until the first week in January or the end of December. Um, you're going to play, you know, every other week. So that's that's going to be interesting to see um, what happens in the playoffs with, um, you know, players – um, obviously, they're going to be playing for national championship, but they also have their individual uh, uh, futures in mind as well. Absolutely. And for Penn State, when we go to bowl games, it's a pretty big deal, almost like a national holiday. So what can Penn State fans look forward to attending Peach Bowl? Well, Atlanta's a great time of the year during bowl week. Um, you know, we're not a destination city, so, you know, hotel rooms aren't uh, out of whack with uh, pricing. So you can get a good uh, hotel room for a, a pretty decent price. Number one, we have 16,000 hotel rooms downtown Atlanta. Um, the great thing also is we're a walkable city. It's one of the reasons why the Olympics and Final Fours and Super Bowls, you know, uh, national championship game will host ne next year uh, after the season will be the first city to host twice the CFP national championship game because – once you're in our town, you can walk to, you know, our stadium. You can walk to uh, the College Football Hall of Fame, to the World of Coke, to the largest aquarium in the world for activities to do while you're in town. Our restaurants and shopping's fantastic. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll promise everybody 72 degrees in the, the, what I think is the best stadium in the country, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Great sight lines. The concessions are inexpensive. You don't need to eat before you come. Uh, you know, you can get a Coke for, I think it's two bucks, something like that. And you get free refills. Um, you know, Arthur Blank, give him all the credit in the world. He's built a fantastic stadium, but also uh, has uh, the cheapest uh, concessions out of all the NFL teams in the country. So, um, and then, you know, our uh, night before we we take the pep band and cheerleaders over to the aquarium, have a pep rally over there. We start Saturday morning with our parade that leads people right into our fan fest in the Georgia World Congress Center, which, uh, you know, we'll have 30, 40,000 people in there with all kind of uh, sponsor activities and, um, you know, concessions and, you know, uh, getting people ready for the game. And then uh, people can walk the 200 yards from the Fan Fest into uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And we'll kick off the 56 Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl with uh, Penn State and Ole Miss at uh, 12 o'clock on Saturday, December 30th. Say hello to a stressless holiday season with the help of HelloFresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. Justin, here in Philadelphia, the lines were crazy in the lead up to Thanksgiving at the, at the grocery store. And I am very, very thankful to have this entire circumstance we do with HelloFresh. They've been great partners and to have healthy, inexpensive, and awesome meals shipped right to my door. It takes all the hassle out of the holidays. 
the one thing I cannot stand is going to the grocery store or here in Pittsburgh, going to the strip district around Thanksgiving. You have to fight for turkeys. You have to fight for stuffing. You have to fight for all your food that you want to prepare. So having this partnership with HelloFresh and having your ingredients and food delivered to your doorstep on a holiday season gives you more time to, uh, gives you more time to cherish your moments with your family and enjoy the holiday weekend. There's no need to fight. There really is no need to fight. HelloFresh has over 45 recipes and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every week so it's easier than ever to find something everyone will enjoy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LionFree and use code LionFree, that's L-I-O-N-F-R-E-E, for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Again, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash LionFree with code LionFree, that's L-I-O-N-F-R-E-E. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Gary, for me as a football fan, I think about classic bowl games like the Peach Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Rose Bowl. Those are the ones that players, I imagine, dream of playing in the Orange Bowl as well. Justin, I'll give you credit for that one back in the 0506. That's an important one as well. The Peach Bowl, obviously dating back to 1968, it just has this beautiful uh, reputation and now that it's been mixed in with the college football playoff and eventually the 12 team playoff that it's just changed during your stewardship how have you seen the bowl game itself the event itself evolve well you're very kind and very complimentary uh we were um founded in 68 as the first uh, bowl game for charity uh we obviously provide economic impact during the holiday season uh to our city but it's important to us to give back. And so we've kept that in our DNA. We're the most charitable bowl organization in the country. Out of all 44 bowls, we've given $62 million to charity during that time, um, which is uh, this year will probably be about uh, five to $6 million. Um, and we're also uh, the bowl season, which is comprised of all 44 bowl games, uh, gave us the best student athlete experience last year in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So uh, Southern hospitality is important to us. We love hosting people uh, when they come to our town and uh, we'll do the same for all the Penn State and Mississippi people that will come over. But, um, you know, we've grown a lot. Uh, we had the opportunity to, um, you know, join the CFP, I think was huge. Starting the kickoff game format that we did in 2008, I think was uh, a caveat that a lot of people in the football business commissioners and ADs uh, saw that we were giving back to college football by creating something unique, which has changed the face of the, the scheduling on the, on the front side of the season now where you're seeing teams playing big time games. Whereas prior to that, we, we had Clemson and Alabama in our first game in 08. You know, a lot of people were playing non-directional school games in the first three games. The viewership wasn't very good. The attendance wasn't very good. And we changed all that to now where you have teams like Ohio State playing Notre Dame in the first game. Um, secondly, we uh, we recruited the College Football Hall of Fame to move from South Bend to uh, Atlanta. Um, the Peach Bowl was the uh, first $5 million to uh, get that started. We put in another $8 million to build it and sustain it. 
So, um, you know, we made a big commitment to college football and we sold out uh, probably, uh, you know, 19 of our 20 games, last 20 games before the CFP. So, you know, we've come a long way. We Chick-fil-A was very influential in that and being a title sponsor. Uh, prior to that, our title sponsor was weather plagued because every game uh, we played outdoors, it either rained, snowed or sleeted. And the media reports would start the weather plague peach bowl instead of the Chick-fil-A peach bowl. So uh, moving in the Georgia dome was important to us where we could guarantee, you know, 72 degrees, whereas a lot of, a lot of teams up north wanted to get into Florida for nicer weather during the bowl season. Um, now moving into Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is a state-of-the-art, as I said, I think the best stadium in the country. You know, all those things, along with the, you know, infrastructure that we have in Atlanta of being the most uh, effective and efficient airport in the country with flights from hourly flights from Philly or, um, you know, L.A., Chicago, New York, um, and then having the infrastructure of two interstates coming through our city um, for regional people to drive makes it very easy. And even people, you know, from up north, 75 or 85 coming south, it's an easy drive into Atlanta. And then lastly, the people, you know, you have to have people who are willing to execute the plan. And, uh, you know, we had visions to become the capital of college football and uh, a lot of a lot of media call us the capital of college football now for what we've done with our kickoff game, with hosting now the uh, the only college football Hall of Fame in the in the country, uh, moving up to the CFP, being the first city to host two national championships in the CFP era. Uh, we did so in '17, and we'll do so in after next year, uh, after next season. So all those things, but the people the corporate support from the Deltas and the Chick-fil-A's and the Kia's and the Home Depot's, as well as their individuals from their corporation serving on our board. And then our staff, which is the best in the business, as well as the, the most uh, uh, welcoming volunteers to provide Southern hospitality. The people also ultimately make it work. And so those are some of the reasons why we've been able to grow to, you know, now be part of the, the New Year's Six, where you have, you know, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl and the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl that are, you know, 85 to 105 years old. And we're, we're only 56 years old. Join that, join that fraternity. And I just had a, another question, my little, little personal, but personal career development uh, question. I mean, you're a former basketball player and you hold one of the coveted positions in college football or college sports in general, whether it's like a bowl CEO, athletic director or head coach. And I'm friends with Eric Moses, who's the uh, CEO over at the Fiesta Bowl and just seeing the different tracks. He was once the president at the XFL, the, the head over at NASCAR and then came from being a lawyer, monumental, all those different things. Can you give us a little career charting of like what you had to do to build up to get to your position now as the CEO of the Peach Bowl and just that career track from an athlete's perspective? We like to think about it of how to use sports as a catalyst to a career that you can bank on. And it seems like you did that very successfully. Well, I smile when you mention Eric Moses' name because we, we were with together last night at the uh, National Football Foundation banquet. And Eric's... Uh, one of my favorite people in sports. He's done a great job in growing his career from that that school that um, wears blue uh, to uh, now uh, being the 
president and CEO of the Fiesta Bowl, one of my colleagues. Um, you know, my my transition was from basketball, where I uh, played at North Carolina State, and then coached uh, basketball at North Carolina State after playing, uh, and then got out of coaching and went into the business of sports by opening up the uh, Southeast office uh, for Adidas and then progressed from there to a uh, uh, national position at Adidas and then uh, to a national position at Converse uh, and then went from there to starting my own sports marketing company and selling that to a company from London before the 96 Olympic Games in Atlanta and then went back to Adidas uh, in a global position and then um, uh, started, uh, came back to Atlanta as uh, I served as a volunteer on the board of the sports, Atlanta Sports Council and the, uh, the Peach Bowl. And when my predecessor went to run the Super Bowl that we were going to have in the year 2000, when he started that in 1998, uh, the board members came to me and said, hey, how would you like to take over the Atlanta Sports Council and the Peach Bowl? And it was good timing for me to get off the road. I'd spent, uh, you know, being the global basketball uh, director for Adidas, I was flying all over the world. And it was a good time with my daughters moving into middle school for me to get off the road. So uh, 1998, took the job as president of Atlanta Sports Council and president and CEO of the Peach Bowl. And here I am 26 years later. Now we're looking forward to this year's Peach Bowl, Penn State versus Ole Miss, James Franklin versus Lane Kiffin. You have said it yourself. This is a great offense, potentially explosive offense in Ole Miss versus one of the best defenses in the country in Penn State. What do you expect in Atlanta on December 30th? Yeah, I think, as I said in the press conference, you know, great styles make great fights. And, uh, you know, having one of the top uh, – 20 offenses in the country against uh, the top defense in the country, having two top 10 offensive players and Jackson Dart, the quarterback at Ole Miss and, and Junkins, the running back from Ole Miss uh, being in the top 10. Uh, they're going to challenge that Penn state defense. Um, you know, I think it's going to be, and I've watched a lot of games. I don't think Penn state has had to deal with such a hurry up quick offense. And to me, that is going to be one of the keys to the game is how Penn State's defense, which is the best in the country, is able to deal with, you know, the hurry up uh, quick offense. Because if you don't play against it, don't practice against it. And uh, obviously James will over the next month because he's seen the film. You know, that's a real challenge because you don't always get a chance to sub out uh, different um you know, different uh, players based on the uh, uh, the down and the distance. Um, so it takes some getting used to. And, uh, you know, there's a lot more plays that could potentially happen when you play against an offense like that versus, you know, an offense. Uh, I'm going to pick one out in the Big Ten, Iowa. You know, it's, it's a completely different football game, you know, when you're playing that hurry up against a hurry up offense. So, um, you know, that's going to be really interesting to see. I, I think that's going to be one of the keys to the game, how Penn State's defense uh, handles that that kind of new offense that they're going to see. We're all looking forward to it, Gary. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the lead up to all of this. I'm sure you're extremely busy. And again, a reminder to all Penn State football fans, if you can make the trip to Atlanta, 
make the trip. And honestly, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is just eye-popping. So this is something that will be really, really fun. Again, December 30th at noon Eastern on ESPN. It's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Ole Miss versus Penn State. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, let us know what you think of the show on Twitter, at TheKing1 and at Tom Hannafin. State of State is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.